Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Up Wrestling. Myself, Supreet, and this is your AEW Rampage review for December 3rd, 2021. And I'm joined by Abby Maniac. What did you think about Rampage this week? Uh, I don't think it was a good show because of the energy level, you know. Like always, the taped shows. And I think the Atlanta crowd here was a little fatigued or something. So it felt like I was watching Monday Night Raw for a couple of seconds. With the crowd nice as I was hearing. But other than that, uh, with the magic and stuff, what did you think about Rampage? Uh, I thought that it was a decent, dec- uh, decent show. And as you just pointed out the facts uh, regarding the show. I would pretty much agree. Uh, you know, I would only like to say, uh, you know, there were some things that were good regarding the show, you know, uh, which we would obviously talk about. And uh, I guess the crowd enjoyed the main event. You know, it was seen, uh, you know, on camera. Uh, other than that, you know, as you just said, you know, taped show, the energy level is down. So, you know, they, uh, you know, give the money's worth with Dynamite. I guess I have said that before in one of the reviews. So, you know, Rampage is just a, you know, bonus, so to speak. So they don't, you know, put in much effort with Rampage. Uh, but, you know, as the time goes by, they would have to, in my opinion. But, you know, let's see in the future. I hope so. They have a good roster and uh, people are coming in and more people are, you know, potentially... Uh, you know, going to compete and even, uh, you know, independent contractors can, you know, uh, you know, go here and there and can compete. So they can put on a good show, but only the problem is that you have to put your mind into it and you have to make people care. And that is storytelling. So there was some, of course, in the main event, with ba- uh, black and back, obviously. But, you know, you would have to have a little more effort to it, obviously. But uh, you mentioned Dynamite. Uh, what did you think about this week's Dynamite? Uh, thought it was a good show, you know. Uh, just forget about the ratings because it, they took a hit this week, which was very unfortunate. But uh, overall, the show was good. What did you think about the dynamite we saw this week and some highlights you liked and some things you didn't like? Uh, I thought that it was a good show. Uh, you know, I likewise, as you just said, and uh, you know, uh, I could say, you know, I would like to go from the start. You know, uh, first match was. Uh, Brian Danielson versus, you know, Allen Angels. So, with regards to that match, it was a competitive bout. And 
I guess I have to, you know, change my stance with regards to Alan Angels. Uh, you know, I have said it in the past that, and I have been very critical, or I should say, I have been negative with regards to his booking. That why are you booking the guy? You know, with a you know perspective, uh, perspective that. He is a legit guy, so to speak, and uh, you know, with the likes of Kenny Omega, for example, they did a match, and I was very critical of his booking. But it is somewhat, uh, you know, warranted, obviously, that you know when a world champion is you know competing, then it it should not look such. Uh, competitive with the likes of a guy uh, like Alan Angels, but if we look uh, in a you know long term perspective, so I guess that it is good, uh, you know, in the way that they are building him up that. You know, whenever he competes with the likes of, for instance, that this week he competed with Brian Danielson, so people would care. They would not be, you know, just thinking that uh, fuck, this is a squash match, this is a jobber match, and Brian Danielson is winning. People would actually. care somewhat they would be thinking that probably he can win and they would side with the guy alan angels i am talking about they would side with the guy so if we are talking about long term booking with alan angels i guess that it is good but you know it is tricky it is tricky because you know the guy is not heavily featured and his character is such that he is goofing around with a uh, you know group that is you know their character is not you know legit so to speak you know so it is a little tricky to book the guy but you know i can understand now that what probably is the mindset with regards to his booking and other than that uh, great heel work from daniel brand uh, brand danielson and as he has you know uh, has transformed into his Uh, ring of honor character he is d- doing brilliantly i was uh, you know gunning for this character for probably years and now it's here uh, what did you think about this match the match was fine and as i was seeing this i suspected you know you could have you know given uh, abby would have given some criticism because seeing the history you have you know kind of you know been a little critical you know regarding the Kenny Omega matches 
but this match was mm. fine they kind of you know they gave allen angels lot of offense here you know the main story is danielson building towards the hangman match is uh, destroying each and every member of the dark order so that is a good story and overall I'm, the story with this uh, world title match build up is really good and the match would be good with hangman and danielson mm absolutely but and uh, yes yes please yeah i was going uh, we going to go to the next segment but anything you want to add regarding this one uh other than this uh, i guess mm, no uh, nothing much nothing more um i think i thought also enjoyed the lee moriarty punk match people said you know they the crowd was kind of dead for it but uh, they kind of picked up and gave you a good showing especially for lee moriarty same story here as well with you know the main story is with punk and what he's doing with mjf and they also bring up the stories uh, now that punk cannot beat this uh, quote unquote lower mid card guys or lower card underneath guys and he's not the punk in uh, old cm punk and that is a great build for punk versus mjf and also they teased uh, the other element of wardlow and that should be good you know leading towards the eventual matchup uh thoughts on that one abhi uh i also thought that uh it was a good match and uh, you know there were uh, there was a you know tweet you know which was floating around regarding that why are you having this match there are no stakes and blah 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 so i tweeted out basically that uh, you know it is good that there are no stakes because or else uh, you know it would basically create chaos you know that one storyline is going on there with mjf and punk you would have another with uh, you know moriarty and uh, punk so it would you know basically it would you know uh, complicate things basically so it is good that you know you are having lee moriarty and cm punk and it has little to no you know stakes and it has the logic underlying that punk is you know wanting to give to the young guys and he wants to compete with them so you know it makes sense everything makes sense basically unlike the other company a uh, company's perspective when i was watching their programming <laughs> uh basically and uh, other than that mjf was amazing on commentary he was the highlight basically and the post match promo uh fucking amazing from mjf mjf is by god they are making this rivalry this uh, you know program one of the must see things on television on wrestling programming right now and we had expected nothing less from those guys this is amazing you know 
they can take you know any you know cheap shots on the other programming regarding this but the fact is that the eyes are on here the they are also watching this basically and this is the hottest product on the planet right now no denying it and they next week we they are doing dynamite in long island we also have the yes. uh, dynamite doesn't battle royal the diamond ring will be on the line again for the third straight year mjf you know uh, being the holder and that's uh, mjf uh, long island that's his uh, hometown i'm excited for that uh, long island show just to hear what how the crowd will react to mjf <laughs> he's, he's, uh, at this point he's he's going to be super over uh i expect the same i expect this. and if he can uh, get those crowd his hometown crowd to boo then great as well he's mjf he is just great on the mic and he gets a reaction that's the main goal here yes but uh, uh, absolutely to, to fast forward on this dynamite uh, recap uh the tbs uh, tournament match between ruby soho and chris statlander that was a really good match on the card uh, ruby soho advancing with a quick roll up and uh, we'll talk about the tbs uh, title tournament and predictions in as we cover rampage but uh, what did you think about that match and uh, the outcome mm i thought that it was a yes you know we had talked about the packet so it was a predictable outcome that ruby soho was winning it was a uh, very good match competitive entertaining bout and the roll up victory that you just said uh, you know thereby protecting you know uh, chris statlander's stock uh, no n- nothing else to add regarding that match so let's talk about the highlight of the night uh, regarding the dynamite that was the main event This was a street fight. Andrade El Idolo versus Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes uh, being a Atlanta guy, his hometown. But still, you know, a mixed reaction. Uh, it, like they were having this match, it was full of chaos. Uh, Arn Anderson almost died on national television. But luckily, he survived. <laughs> But and also we got to learn that uh, assistant Jose is jacked. That was a sight to behold. But uh, the final the ending of the match was the main highlight and the talking point and uh, say if you enjoyed this match uh, good for you but for me that was the highlight the flaming table spot which was insane to watch uh, you could call it a botch whatever you want cody rhodes was the guy who took a lot of damage you could see in social media and stuff his back is full fucked up with the flaming tables and spot uh, Overall, that match uh, turned out to be good. Thoughts on the spot, the uh, aforementioned spot, and the match on Dynamite. Uh, I very much enjoyed the match. Uh, you know, very entertaining bout, and you know, the ending was a shocker. I did not expect a flaming table spot that to you know on this show and on. aw basically on international television i expected probably 
फ्लेमिंग टेबल स्पॉट बैक इन द डेज और इंस्टाग्राम ऑन फेसबुक क्रिटिसाइजिंग और यू नो कॉमेंट्स ऑन हाउ कोड इज बैक वॉज यू नो इनफ of the proof that a table spot was happening i don't give a fuck basically you know the commentators uh, explanation regarding cody's back that you know some uh, trash had uh, you know covered his back you know because they had the trash spot in the crowd i had believed that basically because uh, and what had happened uh, you know post i was not uh, you can say bothered by what was on his bag or basically anything regarding that now you have hd cameras basically back in the days you didn't have that so you uh, the product was very much believable also the punches uh, didn't get to uh, the fans that they are going through here or something like that and even the kicks are going through here or something like that that you have to protect your opponent and stuff like that that wasn't very visible at that point we had believed everything at that point and the cameras also played a very good role in that and right now with the hd cameras uh, you know many things are out in the open basically so and he you know if it was a fire repellent gel or something like that i it was his choice and uh i would not like to comment on that that was it wrong was it not i enjoyed the match pre and post the flaming table spot amazing match yes you know you would not have to go to the uh, you know storytelling and stuff like that but the match was pretty much enjoyable what they had advertised they gave it to you and last time at uh, in atlanta they had uh, the steel cage match i suppose and cody had done a diving moonsault from the top of the cage so you know he does it for atlanta and they did it great and that arena where he did that spot uh now state farm arena i guess that uh, was it and now wwe have done a deal with that arena so they weren't able to book that arena this time so they went to another arena this time uh, that was the gas south arena this mm-hmm. time in duluth uh, georgia but uh, moral of the story is that cody rhodes is a madman and uh... at the end of the day <laughs> we have to put some respect on his name absolutely 
we'll have to wait and see regarding his character work and all uh, anything you want to add uh there was just uh, this thing i uh, you know i got to know of it when i was uh, uh you know looking for what happened with phoenix you know uh, in the main event they were talking about that phoenix got injured and stuff like that so i went back and uh, on all elite wrestling's youtube channel and i was scouring the footage that when did it happen and stuff like that so i got to a video having andrade el idolo and cody rhodes which happened last week uh, when aw went off the air and uh, a hammerlock ddt happened on the exposed uh, floor outside the ring on cody and uh, the crowd was chanting that you deserve it you deserve it you deserve it and the cameras zoomed in on uh, a few people who were chanting that and they have whole whole of the footage that what cody did cody you know took his uh, you know arm tape off he gave it to a small child in the crowd who was having a darby allen face paint and he went back they you know captured his emotion <clears throat> and he also teased going to the dark, uh, dark side tunnel but he went to the right side one so i am suspecting that they are going now forward with the heel turn i suspect that that they are now going forward with his heel turn and probably uh, the hollywood rock episode of uh, ruthless aggression season 2 probably has something to do with that uh, could very well be just saying just saying and uh, pretty good build up if they want to you know finally you know uh, you could say pull the plug on that yield yes and you know now it would be masterful how would they you know go about that let's see what happens i am pretty much now looking forward to that what is happening now that video was uh, you know uh, very eye opening for me we'll have to wait and see man we'll have to wait and see but uh, let's yes. start uh, talking about rampage but before that if you are new to slam of wrestling then make sure to like share subscribe do all that fun stuff check out our other content links provided in the description below but rampage this week started off with a tnt championship match this is sammy 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 guara uh, defending the championship against Tony Nese the former cruiserweight champion the match here was uh, good uh, it took me a while to you know get invested because Tony Nese good wrestler but other than that nothing much character wise Sammy Guevara really good baby face let me tell something about Sammy Guevara i think uh, feuding the feud with inner circle and american top team really kind of affected 
is a recent momentum is it safe to say probably hmm. like i would agree like before that he was having a bunch of tnt title defenses he was really enjoyable but uh, uh coming out of that uh, faction feud kind of really you know brought his popularity a, a bit down not much but a bit down Mm. Uh, probably, you know, in that faction feud we were talking about, I guess it was the pinnacle and the other stuff. Uh, there, then the focus was to get Sammy over, basically. So you were high on, you know, Sammy Guevara, but right now, I guess. you know with the american top team the focus was you know here and there it was faction versus faction so the focus was all on on the faction all the factions and when we pointed out that it it could be and it should be on the men of the year you can put them over then it got to men of the year and uh, i don't know how much uh, has it you know uh, helped them but yes i would agree absolutely what you just said that sami guevara's stock has lowered a bit uh, but you know that is the nature of the game you know limited tv time and he is getting you know whenever he is you know being featured he is not a very you can say uh, good promo guy so to speak because if he were he could have gotten himself over uh, when the faction wars were happening whenever he got the mic he could have gotten himself over and he could have gotten himself in the spotlight so that is a little Uh, a tidbit where he can work, uh, you know, himself. But what did you think about this match with Tony Nese? Uh, turned out to be a really good match at the end. Yes, agreed. Uh, you know, I had a you know issue with regards to Sammy Guevara in this match. Uh, the thing is that. you know i had understood afterwards but you know wrestling logic uh, you know precedes for me rather than you know showing off your championship the problem is that uh, you know the difference between cm punk and sami guevara with regards to feuds you know for example sami guevara after being sucker punched is not pissed off you know he is playing to the crowd and is waiting for his pyro and then uh, he is coming into the ring and meanwhile punk is pissed and he makes straight you know line to the ring i 
you know i understood uh, you know when i brainstormed that yes he has a championship he has to you know showcase that and blah 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 but you know doesn't uh, wrestling logic or real life logic precede your championship why you know couldn't you act like real people why couldn't you make people care then you know just uh, when the bell rang he went through and he attacked he being sami gowara but the you know the window had closed where he could have made people care uh you know like you know cm punk did with his bout against uh, eddie kingston what uh, would be your opinion regarding this uh you could make a argument that uh punk's feuds you are just mentioning the recent feuds for example they have been they have been personal this is, there is nothing much except that sami has bruised ribs and tony needs targeted them so sami's actually didn't it didn't actually matter to sami in that way uh no i am saying that last week on rampage when uh, he accepted his open challenge uh gowara accepted you know uh, tony nees's answer to the open challenge tony nees sucker punched him all right so wouldn't sami gowara be pissed mm yeah like i just uh, bringing up that fact like we were talking about that segment like it's up to sami he actually didn't care like how punk cared about his feuds and you know his personal problems so mm hmm could be could be but uh with this uh attitude you know real people or you could say wrestling people uh you could have gotten people uh, people i mean the crowd the audience more into the match understanding uh you know other than that it was just two people fighting for a championship Tony Nese is very new to the roster, and people who were following him and who have been following him uh, in the indie circuit and who are fans of him uh, with regards to his, you know, uh, wrestling skills. They and uh, as you just said, you know, there is little to no character to the guy. A guy being uh, Tony Nese. so the interest is already you know this level so with that being said you could have made him uh, you could have made the audience care with that approach just saying and uh, other than that sami gowara you know he was not uh, his selling was 
here and there at the start. Uh, you know, he did a keep up right at the start, which was flawless. His athleticism is given, but man, your ribs are taped up. What the fuck is happening? And then he is, uh, you know, favoring his ribs. How are you making the fans care? I don't know, man. That is the. I don't know. There that is cert- the problem. Yeah, there are certain things, yes, Sammy. Please. There are certain things Sammy needs to work on because, to be honest, uh, there is big pressure on him now that they are referring him as a you know the four pillars of AEW. If I compare the other three guys, they are unique, different in a ways, and if you have to rank all four guys, he's in the bottom of the list. He's great, Sammy Guevara, but as of now, he's at the bottom of the list. Probably, probably. No, here, you know, as you just said, yeah, you know, then he, uh, you know, did the suicide dive after the kip up, flawless. You know, there is no. You know, problems with his athleticism, his skills with regards to whatever he does in the ring. But, you know, the selling to make the fans care, that is the issue. That is the fucking issue. Then, uh, you know, with regarding Tony Nese, I have not, you know, seen much of, you know, Tony Nese. Uh, you know, so that I can attest to the guy's skills. But, you know, they call him, you know, the premier athlete and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So, what I saw in this match, I would say indeed, man, that the guy is the premier athlete. That what I saw of his technical prowess and what I saw of his athleticism... He did a, you know, uh, he did a tope, you know, with the uh, twisting version, and then he also, uh, I guess, did a 450 splash. I would give, uh, you know, full marks to the guy. Uh, you know, he has earned, you know, the right to be on uh, the All Elite roster. He did great. What he was, you know given the job to do and af- and he was also targeting the ribs at one point with his uh, modified Boston Crab version and he was making sure that when uh, Sammy Guevara was wincing with pain that it looks like it is with purpose that the guy is uh, you know attacking that body part uh, he uh, Sammy Gowar also clipped his knee so he also attacked his knee he also attacked his ribs so I guess Tony Nese did his job you know and you said with regards to his character he can work on a character uh, to make the fans invested with regards to his skills 
he has no problems i guess uh, you would know more about tony nees what uh, what else you can add to his uh, analysis uh what can i say about tony nees man i haven't seen much as well like he was a 205 live guy hmm what can i say more like he is he's a good wrestler I've seen bits and pieces you know he won a he won the cruiserweight championship at wrestlemania for god sakes good talent uh, but he needs to work on his character especially now that he's i think he's signed with aew hmm i guess hmm but uh, nonetheless man this match uh, guvara at the end wins wins with the gth and there you go and really hope <laughs> and even you know when he got uh, you know him up for the gth nothing with the ribs he didn't sell the ribs man i sound like a broken record but fact is a fact I don't know, man. It also depends on the opponent as well. That Jay Lethal match was good. Yes, Jay Lethal match was good. Absolutely. And there, and there was okay. selling. There was selling. Hmm. Lethal worked the guy, man. It was Lethal's showcase in a way. He wanted to, you know, and Lethal is such a guy. Uh, you know, uh, he is a master. you know and uh, they might have you know talked it through and he made sure that the match is fucking you know amazing lethal's match was uh, great yes it got you can say uh, a little you can say little less coverage uh, because of the stuff that happened on the card with the other stuff that happened on the card but lethal's match was absolutely great agreed but uh, we'll have to wait and see what they do next with sami guvara he should have some banger of matches you know regarding his tnt title run but uh, quickly moving on we heard something from christian cage he was talking in behalf of jurassic express Uh, putting them over as you know they are ranked number one in the tag team rankings. They will be scouting the tag team match, the main event for Rampage here. So yeah, about time now. Any time we get Jurassic Express versus Lucha Bros for the tag titles, well, I think they are just waiting for the right time or right place at this moment. Hmm. Yes, and uh, possibly they would be winning it. Yeah, that's that's the that's the way they are building towards. Like this time, they have to get the tag titles. But moving on, we had Jade Cargill versus Janai uh, Kai. If uh, I think I got that name right, Janai uh, Kai is yes. the student of Thunder Rosa. And speaking about Thunder Rosa, she was uh, she joined the commentary team here. Ricky Starks was uh, not happy that Thunder Rosa was on commentary. But uh, anyways, we love Ricky Starks here on uh, Slam of Wrestling. But uh, this match uh, turned out to be a quick squash match. Uh, Jade Cargill doing quick work here, a pump kick. She hit the jaded and got a quick victory. There was a post-match assault on uh, Janai Kai. 
Thunder Rosa came out for the save. A small brawl here. Official came out to separate. There you go. They are building towards uh, the next uh, match in the tournament. This is Jade Cargo versus Thunder Rosa. So, quick thoughts on the match and give me your prediction. Jade Cargill or Thunder Rosa? Uh, all right. Uh, match was... <laughs> there is nothing to say about the match. You know, uh, as expected and as, you know, advertised, basically. And it was good, you know, basically, uh, that, you know, with regards to her character, her being Jade... No, you have to build her up as a fucking monster, basically. So it was, you know, as it should be. And uh, uh, other than that, you know, in the post-match brawl, commentators tried to hype the match by saying that nobody has been able to go toe to toe with Jade like that. Uh, you know, in the brawl. I want to know that didn't they see the brawl which happened between Red Velvet and Jade a few weeks ago? Uh, that was fucking amazing. I don't know. Commentary, I think, <laughs> forgot about yeah. that particular moment. But uh, they did their job, Manier. They did their job. Yes. Absolutely. And uh, with regards to the prediction, uh, I would say uh, this is the semi-final. Uh, Jade. Jade. Jade is going. There you go. Jade looks like the top favorite because Thunder Rosa potentially. Mm. Now, it's not even potentially. She's the, her next... Uh, Program is with yes. Britt Baker for the world title. Britt Baker. So yes. that would make sense. Uh, we'll talk about the finals. We're going to win the finals next week. But uh, we heard from the super click next. This is the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, baby. They were talking about Orange Cassidy and the best friends. And during this promo, there was a passing shot of Don Callis. I popped big for that. And uh, <laughs> would love to hear from Don Callis, man. Uh, it's been a while. But there you go. I yes. think the Young Bucks are returning to action next week. They are facing Rocky Romero. And I think it's Orange Cassidy. Or is it the other best friend member? Uh, it, it's Chuck Taylor. It's Chuck Taylor. Yes. There you go. So, yeah, they are... Now they are having a program. The Super Click are having a program with the best friends. I think uh, that's an upgrade to what best friends do, were doing with Matt Hardy. Uh, I assume and uh, super click I think it's just to you know keep them busy because I think there is something big happening when January comes around hmm yes so it's fine for now absolutely yes. hmm yes uh, yes I would agree and uh, you know it you know sometimes it is a complaint obviously that why isn't there more substance to the said rivalry or the rivalries or the matches involving, you know, the Young Bucks or the uh, or Adam Cole, stuff like that. Uh, but 
no it is what it is the matches are good no doubt about it because but you know the investment from the crowd that you know how you you know go about that match you know uh, that what is the story behind that it is very minimal uh, but you know uh, you can only complain or you can only bitch and moan to such an extent so to speak but it is there uh, you know modus operandi so go bonkers but uh, there's another uh, feud you know brewing uh, for the past couple of weeks this is regarding eddie kingston yes you know some problems going on with 2.0 daniel garcia and he addressed what happened with chris jericho this week like he didn't want jericho to get involved in his business uh, first off and he actually doesn't care what happened to him you know on dynamite and what all but he has problems with 2.0 and gave them a small warning so potentially like this is all leading towards jericho and kingston yeah jericho and eddie kingston you know feuding with each other uh i don't know what to say about it but uh, i hope one thing we achieve from this feud is that kingston you know like what he did with punk just kind of tries to expose jericho here. i think that would be could be something beneficial for jericho's current character because it's going stale chris jericho nowadays on you know aw tv is the stick is that he comes out people sing to judas here you go nothing much and i hopes this mm. achieves something from this feud if you want to feature jericho as a somewhat of a main act every week on television what do you think mm. i guess that uh, you know they uh, would use this uh, jericho's superstardom to put over eddie kingston you know we had talked about that you know uh, now the iron is hot and you have to build eddie kingston to such a level that he can be a contender to the world championship or can also win the world heavyweight championship in the uh, distant future or future whatever so give him meaningful feuds and you know keep keep him you know uh, relevant basically and get him over with the crowd even more so a feud with like you're saying and uh chris jericho and eddie kingston is a good program I absolutely agree and uh, it would be going through danny garcia and 2.0 and then it would transition to chris jericho and eddie kingston possibly at the pay per view uh, winter is coming could have uh, 2.0 versus eddie kingston and chris jericho so no problems the promos could be good when jericho and uh, eddie kingston come face to face want them to you know spit venom at one another give out promos uh, you know make the fans invested because 
if there is not that uh, nobody would benefit not jericho like you were suggesting that jericho has gone stale absolutely agreed he has gone stale agreed no doubt about it many people are saying that bye bye jericho we do not need you now anymore but you know he is a draw absolutely when you are signing deals internationally and also when you are selling tickets uh, you know here and there whenever you are touring and also you know he is an attraction absolutely yeah, no doubt about it but it is only that how to use him on television that it is you know compelling content basically that he is of some you know that whenever he is on television it is of substance basically so this feud make something out of yes we now probably understand that how it would go towards kingston and jericho but make it interesting and what the chair shot thing happened the uh, on dynamite idea was great execution was fucking atrocious in my opinion i would agree you have to protect yourself with the chair and stuff like that you could have had it pre taped you could have had it uh, with a camera shot a multiple camera shot so as to make it uh, more vicious to us because the camera show uh, the camera angle was atrocious the execution was atrocious in my opinion and it took away from uh, what they are trying to tell a story what they are trying to tell obviously but we we'll have to wait and see how this few turns out as you know as we uh, as winter is coming i think it's two weeks away now just after this long island show is done december 15 yes. Mm. Yeah by I think by yes. next week we should expect you know this match to be announced in a way but uh the time for talk is all over because it's time for the main <coughs> event this is uh, pack and penta l0m uh facing ftr the triple a tag team champions I think originally they were supposed to do a two out of three falls for the AEW tag team championship if i'm not wrong but i think mm. phoenix was taken out of this match you know because of quote unquote injury not legit injury and i think it has to do with i think we are having triple triple mania tomorrow yes triple mania ajr yes so i think it there was some situation that they didn't wanted to have this match back to back and both you know matches are imported in their own ways and it's a title match uh, at the end of the day so i think in that logic they didn't want to repeat this match so i think absolutely tony khan found uh, a loophole and took out phoenix from this equation good decision and obviously you know uh, 
commentators whatever they said uh, you know makes sense you know obviously that he got injured and you know stuff like that but you know uh, when i went back and i saw uh, you know the tapes or you can say or the videos regarding the match uh, nothing of the sort was there obviously there was only one spot uh, th- that was that phoenix has uh, did a top rope dive or to the outside and there was one of the ftr members so he had clipped his knee he being phoenix so uh, it was in the ending moments of the match so that could be one of the reasons as to why they are resting him and what you said uh, triple mania asia match is there absolutely you shouldn't have this match it would you know uh, take away from that match and uh, you know great decision and uh, nonetheless please carry on but uh, let's talk about the some of the highlights in this match this match was it was okay uh, i think it was a more of a ftr you know type of match and you know we had the story with park he is injured like uh, one of his eyes gone his he has 50% vision now but at the end of the day he's uh, the bastard one of the best wrestlers in the world that's what the commentary said but still park is a great wrestler um, like i said a very ftr style match here you know we saw involvement of tully blanchard at one point uh, at the end they really picked up the pace like i think they were trying to work on uh, penta in the first of the match then we saw i think they kind of exchanged hot tags here with both park and penta so as we get to the final parts as uh, the bb face team is about to get the victory here so uh, out of nowhere comes malakai black and he spits the black mist into uh, pack's other eye so now he is uh, fully blind now i assume so that gets uh, ftr i think it was cash wheeler i guess who got a roll up pin on park and there you go nothing much to say on this match uh, anything you want to add abi uh i just want to say uh, you know i really enjoyed you know ftr's heel tactics and tag team wrestling whatever uh, i saw in this match i really enjoyed that and uh, and that that very you know i you know found this match very entertaining very competitive between the two teams and uh, i guess the fans in attendance enjoyed this match very uh, very much unlike probably us because uh, they had seen dynamite and rampage so they were pretty you know, hyped up so to speak so you know for us it was good match it's a good uh, tv match uh, even say good tv match and uh, ending was good to you know as you just said you know the black mist and you know the other stuff their 
you know uh, continuing the you know tensions between malakai black and uh, back so it is good that you know there is a story that is being told to us that and there is a personal issue that there is between the two competitors so it is good that you know the fans would be invested in uh, in this you know whenever it happens if it is winter is coming or if it is uh, you know the pay per view whenever it happens uh, so the fans are invested in this so it's good it's good that there is something you know you are building this feud so full marks yeah. to both the guys man yeah before i talk further there was something with the post match stuff ftr i think yes. i must penta here and uh, malaka black continued his assault on park and he was trying to gouge pack's eye and i got uh, nightmare uh, flashbacks of what setrolis did with remisterio that sh- rubbish feud that they had last year so i don't know man malakai black is turning into seth rollins from 2020 <laughs> but, but yeah i can get behind malakai black versus pack hmm but the problem is they are for the couple of weeks i uh, they are uh, mixing all these storylines into one piece with cody rhodes involvement andrade malakai black ftr lucha bros Uh, you don't even know at this point what the fuck is going on like it's very confusing hmm. Hmm. no uh, the fact that you know uh, it could be the you know as i just said the tv time you know it creates a chaos absolutely in the minds of the fans and the audience that you just said uh you know that what the fuck is happening basically that we have these talents and they are just you know embroiled in a single feud but now as we are seeing that they are being segregated in the you know individual feuds probably i think that previously uh you know probably the spotlight was on the you know the other roster members probably brand danielson cm punk and their programs so that could be one of the reasons as to why these people who were embroiled in a single feud so to speak you know a single feud you can say a single feud that could be probably because of the lack of tv time because more of the spotlight was being given to the other members of the roster that was probably more important you know that is based on obviously uh, who are the drawing people who are drawing more you know people in with regards to tickets ratings and social media numbers and stuff like that so it can be non understandable at this point uh, we can bitch and moan with regards to that that what the fuck is happening but now we are seeing you know that 
what the stories are you know when they are being segregated and now we can be invested in them because when they were you know just like this then we weren't able to you know get ourselves you know invested in their stories then it was just a fucking chaotic match have at it and people enjoy this is awesome uh, and you know stuff like that 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 happens everywhere you know that that happens every other time but if you want to get people invested in these stories that cody rhodes is happen, uh, having a story you know malika black and pack are having a story and ftr is having a story so now probably uh, they have that tv time so probably now uh, as the days are going by and now week by week probably we would be able to get ourselves invested in these stories that wait and see what do you think yeah mm-hmm. my only concern is malakai black is getting involved with other people and mm-hmm. i think most of the people love him as a individual character what do you say yes absolutely agreed and i had uh, pointed to the said fact in the previous reviews as well you know his character is such that you know being associated with other guys doesn't you know gel with that uh, his character is you know uh, an occult figure and it personifies being uh, you know ha- being his own being and uh, you know he can have his you know house of black he can have uh, that he can you know say that they are uh, the house of black are the fans or he can have a group of his own that he can lead but these individual people of the roster being aligned with him it would only hurt his character and it would only hurt his stock so being an individual being in his own much better now i guess there is tv time so now it is much better we'll have to wait and see what the end goal of this uh, all the storylines will be but that was a rampage for you and before we leave abby where can these guys find you uh guys you can connect with me on twitter and instagram at abimaniac and you can also connect with me on facebook and linkedin as well and you can find slam of wrestling on twitter at slam of w instagram at slam of wrestling you can catch this review on anchor and spotify as well this was the aew rampage review and i'll see you guys next time